Hello and welcome in to the podcast Builder vs. Buyer. I'm your host, Adam Steiner. This is the podcast dedicated to the home building industry, bringing builders and buyers together through advice and education. Hey, so how's everybody doing? We uh, having a nice Wednesday. Um, I am glad you're listening. We should have a fun one today. But before we get into the nitty gritty today, I did have a couple show notes, show updates I wanted to run by you guys. So first off, I joined a mastermind group. Um, I can't remember if I announced this on the podcast yet or not, but I can't share too, too many specifics with the mastermind group, just um, respecting their privacy and everything. But um, I, I will say like, I'm really excited professionally for what this could do, what fruit it could bring for my design side, my own home design firm. So um, if, the, if there are items I can share, I'll, I'll be sure to bring those here. Also, I wanted to mention there's a few of members of the group that have connections in the residential side or them, them, they themselves um, are working in the residential side. So we'll get some interesting guests out of it as well. I will keep you posted. Second, I'm starting a fun little experiment on TikTok. So tell your kids to follow me at Burnham Design Co., B-I-R-N-A-M Design Co. And um, what I'll be doing there is a lot of like day in the life stuff, both the nitty gritty, the the not so pretty, and then also the the fun renderings, things I'm, I'm working on. Um, so really showing the full picture of what my job goes through and kind of documenting the process for you guys, maybe some how-to videos and what I'm doing as well. Um, so yeah, follow me there. All right, moving on to energy efficiency. So this is part two of our series. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I did part one on windows. Today, I'll be talking HVAC and ventilation. Let me start by saying there is an awesome resource online. Great, great resource. Green Building Advisor. If you have questions here, I, I should have mentioned this last episode, but if you have questions in this realm, um, this is a great place to start your your research. They're actually really good about getting back to people and interacting on those forums as well. And then as a home designer, I've used a couple of their details just to like when I'm doing a new wall section or I had a client that wanted like a pretty intricate roof detail, they had one um, almost exactly of what this client was looking for. So um, really helpful info, either you yourselves or, or point your designers there if you're looking into this. Um, second, I would say there's a great program out there, BEOPT. It's short for Building Energy Optimization. Um, just Google B-E-O-P-T. It should come up. Um, it's it's a funny little program. Our, our government made it. It's free to download. Um, and it looks like it was made in 1997 and nobody updated it. Um, through like really rudimentary tools, you like outline the, the footprint of your home and it makes a, a cute little 3D model and you put a roof on there. Um but then what it does with that is um, you input all this data as far as what you're thinking of building in your home. So the wall type, the furnace type, the air conditioner type, what windows you're doing, everything. Um, and then it will spit out based on your location what it estimates your energy usage will be throughout a year. Really helpful baseline to kind of compare and contrast things. Um, I know the real world differs from this data slightly. So like there's, there's a asterisk to be put there, but I, I found it extremely helpful to, to start my research and at least funnel things and thoughts that I had. Okay. On to HVAC and ventilation. So let's start with 
the furnace itself. Um, usually in the homes I've designed, um, and the areas I built, you, um, have a gas fired furnace. Those usually start at about 92, 93% efficiency. So the, that's the efficiency of heat you're getting out of the embodied energy of the gas that's going into the device. So, um, because it's burning it right there, those efficiency ratings can be really high. After the 92% furnace, you get up to like 95. And I know there some companies make a 98. Um, all that's great. I found that there were um, big costs associated with marginal gains. So um, I think I went with a 95 in my previous home, but it was, it was, it was, it was a tough choice. Um, the one thing I really would look into though, pretty seriously, if you're serious about this stuff is an ECM blower. So the ECM blower varies the current. It's, it's a electric module that controls the current that goes into your fan. So it varies that speed more readily, um, throughout the year. And surprisingly, what I found is, um, most, not most, but a huge chunk of the energy you spend in the year is just moving air around. So your fan pushing air through your ducts, um, all seasons, sometimes even in the, in the spring and fall, you have that, that the fan on just to circulate a little. Um, and so it, it, it adds up to a lot of dollars spent on energy. So the ECM blower drastically cuts that down. It, um, it varies the need based on what your thermostat's reading, um, so yeah, really, really helpful. I've, I've read some reviews that they're not as reliable as the traditional units. Um, I mean, the house we built is four years old now and I have, I'm friends with the people that live there still and I haven't heard anything that has gone wrong with it. So, um, yeah, I, I think you guys should look into that. Um, the second type of heat is a heat pump. So what a heat pump does is very similar to an air conditioner. So it uses, um, compression and expansion to heat and cool the air. So it's, um, through a like coolant fluid, um, heating and cooling, and then through an air exchanger, um, the coolant fluid then changes the temperature of your air and then blows it through the home. Um, these tend to be a little more efficient, um, than because you're not burning a fossil fuel, you can do them electric and then you can pair them with solar and, and things like that. So, um, they, tend to be a little bit more of a choice if you're going the energy efficiency route over gas burning. Um, one thing I would say is they don't, they don't do great in colder climates. So we found the line was like somewhere around Indianapolis, um, have friends there and they have a heat pump and works great, but they also have a furnace. You get further North of there and it gets tricky up where I'm at in Minneapolis. It's just so freaking brutally cold for so long. You don't want to mess with the heat pump up here. Um, but something to look into. Another thing I'm seeing become more and more popular is the ductless mini split. So similar to a heat pump, it's um, compressing and expanding a, a coolant fluid, and then will that will change the temperature of it, and then we'll pump that to a room unit, and then the actual air exchange is done in the room unit itself. So it's blowing um, air over the the heated and cooled fluid. And then that comes out in your room as hot and cold air. Um, the reason they're a little more efficient is you're not blowing air all throughout your home all the time. So you don't have a ducted system in your house. It's just a big wall unit 
that um, spits out air at you. That's also the downside is central air is nice for things like ventilation. Um, you can tie whole house ventilation into it, which I'll get to a little bit later. But if you're doing a mini split system, you need to figure out another way to do ventilation. So, And it's tough to ventilate a whole house. Sure, it's easy to ventilate a room with just one wall unit. But as you're looking at a, a holistic home, it's, it gets trickier. Then onto air conditioning. Um, similar to you know furnaces and everything, they've got a sear rating. Most start in the 13 range. Um, and I think they go up, there's a 15 or 16 and even, even further, the higher the rating, the more efficient that unit is. Um, one thing I'll note on the air conditioner is, so when we built our home, we put a, uh, extra layer of insulation, R6 rigid foam on the outside. Um, and so it was, it was a good bit more, um, thermally, insulated than a typical home that you get. So we didn't need to run our air conditioner nearly as much as what we were previously used to. Well, what the offset was, um, like half of what you, the, the pleasant feeling when the air conditioner is on, when it's, when it's nice and relaxing is the dehumidification. Um, air conditioner naturally dehumidifies as, as it's operating. Um, and so with our air conditioner running less, um, our home was getting dehumidified less. And so our humidity was all, temperature would be nice, be 70 in there, you know, thermostats reading fine, but it never felt great because the humidity was all slightly higher than what we're used to. Um, So I would say if you are working on efficient homes, something like that, um, look into getting whole house dehumidification. Um, I I would say it's a must. All right, then one one last thing to consider. This is uh, actually two more things to consider, but one on the um, furnace is the location of it. So uh, one, it's it's in the home design realm, but like where you put that furnace matters so much to how much energy you spend during a year. So the more direct run and the shorter runs you can have, the less energy you're spending pushing around air. So Every, every turn, every angle that you have in a duct um, creates turbulent air. So then it's, it's spinning kind of like a, um, the water that happens in the rapids, you know, spinning and swirling. So that's what's happening to your air as it's making a 90-degree turn. And as, as I'm sure you guess, like that's just a lot more energy that then takes that to push that and get it moving in a, in a direction again. Um, so you want to minimize all of the, the turns, the angles. Um, and one thing that really helps is having your furnace centrally located. Um, I would also say that not burying it behind stairs in a plan is really helpful. So you can't take a duct through a staircase. It's basically blocked off all you know, two or three floors, however tall your building is. Um, and then to get to areas behind that staircase, you have to wrap around, you know, lots of 90 degree angles, lots of corners to get, may have to drop below joists, things like that. Um, so something to look out for. If, if your ducting is going into the attic, um, I, I have a little bit controversial opinion. I think in the energy efficiency world, everyone would say, keep ducts out of the attic. Um, that's, if it's an unconditioned attic and they're laying on top of insulation, you're just losing energy left and right. And I, I would agree with that in principle, although through the energy modeling I've done, it's actually 
with an insulated duct in an attic, it's actually not um, as much energy loss as you would think. So if if that's a huge cost factor into building your home, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry so much about that. I would be more concerned about the direction your ducts take once they get to the attic. I've seen some some HVAC contractors kind of just spider web them as they get to the attic and they're all thrown over each other and stuff. That's that's not great and it's not great for your air handling. So if as direct runs as you can get up there as well, extremely helpful. Lastly, let's get on to ventilation. So um, codes and the, the, I think the EPA recommendation and a lot, you know, have come back to this like 0.35 air changes per hour. That's the ASHRAE code, a society of heating and air cooling engineers or something. Um, and then I think the EPA recommends with like 0.3 to 0.5, somewhere in there. So air changes per hour is if you take the volume of air in your home, how much of that is changed out every hour um, through any means. So it can be air leakage through your windows and your walls. Um, it can be through, you know, dedicated ventilation. It could be, um, you know, the backflow from your kitchen exhaust fan. Like there, there's a, there's a bunch of ways that air can come in your home. So with the new codes, those, those natural air changes per hour keep dropping, which is, which is a good thing. I think, if you're concerned about energy efficiency, the phrase is seal tight and ventilate, right? So, but what happens is you take these steps in energy efficiency and then you don't ventilate um, and you have, you have a problem. There's more carbon dioxide in the home. There's more um, stale air, humidity. Like there's a lot of things that are um, not helpful for either you as humans or your home as a system. And they stay in the house if you don't ventilate. Um, so I would strongly recommend whole house ventilation, either an ERV or HRV. I'll let you do the research. Don't I'm not going to do a deep dive, deep dive on those, but really um, important, especially if you're thinking about a tighter home, tighter ceiling. I will go into the the home envelope as a whole, insulation, and how to achieve um, some tighter air changes per hour in that. But um, the moral of the story here for the HVAC mechanical episode is get some ventilation. The the other alternative is you can leave like a a continuous exhaust fan on, which is possible. And what that's doing is then um, just drawing more air. You know, you leave a, a fan on all day, then it's drawing more air from all of your current leaky spots. The, the nice thing about an ERV is it actually, um, it preheats or pre-cools the air based on air leaving your home. So it's sending air out. And as that air is sending out, it's then, you know, if it's winter, the warm air of your home being sent out is actually interchanges with the air being drawn in. So then you're not having to heat the new air as much. Um, so something nice to consider. Also a quick note on air leakage, like you're never getting it to zero. Your home, all homes built will still have some sort of natural leakage. There's just, there's too many components to really, it's not a submarine. You know, there's too many components um, to really get that perfect. So you will have some natural air leakage, but I wouldn't say, I would never recommend to draw more because it's always inefficient. You're drawing the middle of winter, you're drawing more cold air in your home. It's going to be really uncomfortable. You're going to be running your furnace more, all that fun stuff. So 
As I said, tune back in for more. We'll do one on some plumbing fixtures, one on the home envelope, and then I'm working on getting, like I said, some guests for this as well. If you'd like to reach out, you sure can. I am on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok. LinkedIn is my name, Adam Steiner, S-T-E-I-N-E-R. I love connections on there. Ask me any questions you like. And then um, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, it's my business handle is at Burnham Design Co., B-I-R-N-A-M Design C-O. So thanks so much for listening, and thanks to Andrew Michael Metter for the music. <laughs>